Welcome, everybody, to episode XX, which is Roman numerals for 20. Jameson, hello. Hello, other guy. Uh, you know, 20. Uh, I love how you put it XX. We didn't even talk about that. You're right. This is double X right here. It sounds kind of naughty, right? Yeah, but it's it does. Not. It does. It's a bit naughty. Yeah, it's a bit randy. The double X episode. <laughs> Uh, this is great to, great to be here. I'm really excited. I, I really, you know, I've been, I listened to the last show a couple of times actually, because I was, I, I liked it. I like, I thought it was cool. It was, it was a neat, you know, little window into, you know, something like that. Yes, I agree. You, you don't sound like you agree. You sound like a little skeptical. You're like, oh yeah, yeah. I wasn't that involved in it. So therefore it wasn't that good. Is that <laughs> your, your perspective? Uh, no, I'm agreeing with you. I'm sorry if I don't sound enthusiastic enough for you. How's this? I totally agree. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> I like okay. that. Okay. Uh, so today, uh, this this episode is uh, an episode that will include, in just a moment, uh, our uh, our next installment of Clive Bean, uh, Private Detective, Into the Shadows. Uh, this, I believe, is the fourth uh, installment of that. Am I correct about that, other guy? Yeah, it's fourth. No, it's it's Clive Bean, Private Detective, or Clive Bean, Private Investigator. Uh, yeah, I think we haven't fully decided about that, but you know, uh, you know, yeah. you say detective, tomato. Right? I think it's detective. Well, Didn't I would say, say private investigator is PI, and that sounds kind of cool. So, but you're saying it's Clyde Bean, private detective, well, which I, also sounds good. As I recall, and you know, I, I believe you were the one pushing for private detective early on, and I was. So now you're like switching on me here, and you know, I'm no, you're like, switching on me. I wanted. Uh, private investigator. Did you really? Well, we should just go with that. Yeah. I think I think that's even referenced as investigator in the show. In any case, you guys, uh, please weigh in on that uh, often. Important issue. <laughs> um, uh, and now, but there is one thing I wanted to uh, uh, bring up, uh, or, or other guy you wanted to bring up uh, before that. So I want to give you the uh, the conch. Okay. Yeah. Just really briefly, uh, as you know, I'm an animal lover. I'm um, actually a vegan. And I don't judge people who are not vegans because I was a non-vegan way before I was a vegan. Um, but one of the main reasons I became a vegan is because I care so much about animals. And I, I don't know, people may have heard about a film called A Dog's Purpose, which is, I think, in the theaters now with Dennis Quaid. Um, there's documented footage of animal abuse on the set of that film. So I would just ask people to uh, do their research and consider boycotting that film entirely, not going to it and uh, encouraging other people to stay away as well. So um, without being too preachy, that's uh, my spiel on that. It's good. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm really I'm glad you're bringing this up for a couple of reasons. Number one is I, you know, I don't know that our audience gets that much of the perspective of like what other guy is about, what what other guy and you know, what makes other guy tick, you know. Right. And so we are and, getting you know, a little what, that. Yeah, a little window into other guy. And um, the uh, one of the animals being abused on the set of that film is a German Shepherd. Uh, and I happen to um, have a German Shepherd in our family. So it's uh, particularly poignant to me, but I would have the same feelings if it was any dog or any animal at all. But um, So yeah, the film is called A Dog's Purpose, and please stay away from yeah, and supporting that, that movie. And, and you know, as you know, uh, with our audience, we, we try not to get political here, and w you know, we are, I think, very much committed to staying away from politics in general. But this is obviously, 
you know, other guy having a dog and even specifically the type of the type of dog that was abused in this situation. It's, you know, I, 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 I stand behind that. Yes. Even if you weren't a personal, you know, similar to your dog, but I can just imagine how heartbreaking that is for you to, to know about that and think about your dog. Uh, that was really, uh, did we just want to kind of want to cover that and then move on to Bean, right? And we, we, uh, I'm going to wait and sure. not, I, I don't want to do a, a Jameson's update yet because there are some announcements that are coming uh, regarding um, uh, Lost Boys conventions in Ooh. this year. Yeah, but I've been saying that for like, I think three shows. I've been Years. Gonna, yeah, on the Jameson's update. Be <laughs> like, Pretty soon I'll be announcing. So I'm not, I'm not doing an official Jameson's update for that. Are they, um, without g- giving any special details away, are they all in this country? You know what? The two that are that are very close to being uh, confirmed and announced, one of them is uh, in the UK. And one of no them... No kidding. Yeah. And one of them is here. Uh, not cool, here man. in California, but here in uh, the States. Here on Earth? Yeah, here on Earth. Exactly. <laughs> Exciting stuff? Uh, yeah. There's some, there's some very cool stuff coming. But that's all I'll say on that. No spoilers. All right. Um, so I guess we'll get to uh, Clive being private detective. Private investigator. Investigator. <laughs> uh, thanks for tuning Wait, in, no. guys. I hope you enjoy the show. The Okay. The, Pri- the... Uh, Clive being private detective. Investigator. <laughs> The Jameson Newlander and Some Other Guy Show present Clive Bean, Private Detective in Into the Shadows, Episode 4, The January Curse. Previously on our show... Oh my god! Oh my god! You need to stay calm. We all need to stay calm. But, but it... But... But it... But it's me. I bent down on one knee and looked at the books splayed out on the dusty floor of Shay's office. I flipped back to the page only to have my own horror hit me between the ribs. Staring out at me from page 400 of the book were those same dead eyes. It was him. It was Larrabee. Larrabee took off out of Shay's office. I started to give chase, but the professor put a hand on me. Let him go. He'll turn up right where you need him. I wish I had your faith, Sean. But Sean looked deep into my eyes, through me almost. There was a reason he didn't leave the university campus much, except to go on sabbaticals every few years. A man of knowledge, mostly. One who left action to others. I could see in that look he was unwilling or perhaps unable to get involved further. He handed me the book and nodded, and I guess I was supposed to know that it was time to leave him be. I owe you one. Well, one more. If Deadeyes was really trying to get away, he had enough of a lead to do it. But where the hell would he go? I watched from atop the university stairs, watched him run down onto the main commons, then off into a grassy sculpture garden. He was as lost as anybody I knew, tortured by the sight of his picture in that book that was older than him. Just beyond the garden was a woods. A century ago, they must have cut into those woods to build this school, and now it surrounded the place. Looking at it from above, it almost seemed to hold the university in, 
and all that it, all that it represented, shielding it from, well, from everything else. I watched Larrabee stand at the entrance to those woods like a trapped bull, not knowing whether to shed his yoke. When he stepped into the woods, I upped my pursuit, and pretty soon I was down there with him. What, what does it mean? Why, why is my picture in there? I don't know. Who, who am I? Do you remember anything, anything before you met that broad? That's just what I was trying to think about. I, I thought I did. I thought I'd lived a whole life with a whole past. But when I try to remember just what I did, who I was as a boy, the memories seemed to drift away like they were, they were never real to begin with. Sean needs his book back, I'm sure, but he lent it to us for now. You're probably better off here than anywhere. Stay here in this garden. Read it. No, I can't. I can't. My hands are shaking. My heart's going a mile a minute. What did I do to that girl? You listen to me, Larrabee, and you listen good. You need to get a hold of yourself. There's no time for fear or looking for answers only inside your bean. If it was you who did those unspeakable things to that dame, it's just a question of time before Lieutenant Deeds put something together with fingerprints and eyewitnesses and whatever kind of dogs they got on my tail. But, but... It's not just me. She, she knew you. You're a part of this, too. Larrabee was right as rain. With all the twists and turns in this case, over the last half hour, I'd forgotten about that. Or I should say that the front of my mind was preoccupied. Somewhere behind my eyes, there was a lone window, burning the oil through the night, a lonely brain cell in there, trying to figure it out. And it was in that moment that I had a flash, a memory that trickled in from that window until it started to fill into my brain. Yeah, that's right. About four years ago, I, uh, I'd been nursing a broken heart and a damn near broken spirit. I took to drink a little bit more than was advisable. It, it seemed to delete some kind of fixed disc inside my head, but maybe it wasn't deleted, just dammed up, and it was starting to come loose. Hell, I did know her. What's wrong? Just read the book. See what you can figure out. There's somewhere I gotta get to. By the time I was in my car, my memories were filling themselves in, flashing back to a meeting I had five years earlier. It was a sticky night. I just grabbed a burger and was letting myself drift into the evening when I, uh, I heard a knock on the door. It had been her. Her name was Stephanie. Oh God, no! It took about ten minutes and half a flask of bourbon just to calm her down. When I finally did, I started to get a handle on her story. Today was the day. When I was a girl, I used to have nightmares. This day was always a focal point of the dreams. Either I'd see it in print or somewhere there was a calendar like those little block calendars at the bank. But the year was always obscured. I could always see that it has a two, then a zero, then a one, so I know it's 2000, and then it's definitely a year in the teens, this decade. I hadn't wanted to face it for the first two years. So on this day, I didn't do anything. I mean, nothing to prevent it. Prevent what? My own death. I think. Not sure. It could be something else. Fortunately, nothing happened in those years on this day. 
but for the past couple of years, I've been paying close attention. Whenever it was January 22nd, I'd be... I'm not sure what. On the lookout, I guess? I know you're going to ask me for what, and I, I, I just don't know. But this year, I... Well, I felt maybe I should start getting some help from someone. Some protection. I'm not a bodyguard. No, I don't mean that. Certainly not against demons or whatever you think would be coming for you. No, of course not. I think a detective is what I need. To help me figure out if there's anything I can do. Or if I'm just mad. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. Of course I'm mad. <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> but am I mad just for... Just from whole cloth? From thin air? Or am I mad because of something that was told to me when I was a child and maybe I wasn't supposed to listen? Or maybe... I was supposed to listen. And perhaps I'm mad for some very good reason. I'm still not sure. It feels like it's getting closer. But it also could just be that it... It, it is. Of course it's getting closer. I mean, if it's going to happen, it's getting closer every... What I mean is that I'm aware that each year that goes by, the statistical probability goes up. Sure. One out of ten the first year, then one out of nine. Exactly. So, what do you want me to do about it? I don't know. It all sounds so foolish now. I need to go. I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean Nothing to... Nothing to be sorry about. I, I, <laughs> I'm the one who has a screw loose. I'm happy to... No, stop. Please, don't. Let me go. For two years, I tried to find her every January. I read the papers, even walked the streets to see if there was anything strange in the city. Well, stranger than usual. No dice. I would have kept up like that, and who knows, maybe I would have been able to stop whatever happened from happening. But the next year, I kind of lost my mind. Spent a little time in a loony bin. They called it a psychiatric hospital, but to me it was the looniest bin I'd ever seen. Get off of my head. You're standing on my freaking head. Sorry, I... Thanks. I didn't realize where my feet were. I thought they were standing on the floor. You have no messages. I grabbed a pastrami sandwich and stopped back at my office. I flipped through my ledger and started to put the pieces together. It was like that part of my memory was completely blocked out. I didn't know it was, uh... If it was break with sanity, or if there was something else going on, something more sinister, supernatural. Another three years had gone by without hearing from her. I needed to get in and talk to her, but her hospital room was being guarded by deeds and her army of bacon bits. I thought I'd try the fire escape, and lucky for me, her hospital window wasn't locked. Stephanie. Clive, thank God you're here. sure what I believe, but I'm trying to figure it out. I I don't doubt you anymore. You seem to have dodged a bullet. I don't think so. I think the real bullet is coming. What do you mean? He saved me. That man. Larrabee? I didn't even know him that well. He saved you. It's Bean.
It's me. It's Larrabee. You've got to go to her. She's still in danger. Do you understand? She's still in danger. What? How do you know? The book. Just trust me. You don't have much time. Just then, I, I saw someone moving outside the door. The handle started to slowly turn. Before I could even think of what to do, I, I reached for the door handle to block it. I, I grabbed a chair and jammed it. Whoever was there wasn't happy about it. Come on, unhook those machines. I'm getting you out of here. No. Where are we going? You leave that to me. Don't ask me what the hell I thought I was doing or where the hell I thought I was taking her. Sometimes you gotta just trust yourself. Still, I... I knew... Uh, and it would be the end of my career if I was wrong. If Deeds or any other cop find me before I straighten all this out, it wasn't gonna look good. It was a chance I had to take. It was one of those promises you make when you put a P period I period after your name on your office door. It was the fastest descent down a fire escape I'd ever made. Within two minutes, the two of us were in my car, my foot firmly planted on the pedal. Where the hell were we going? I hadn't a goddamn clue. Then I heard it. Damn it, Deeds! What a damn fool I am! Hold on, sweetheart. 